The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Welcome to the Players Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos. Danny McCray, the people want to see you, man. They, you wanna, wanna they want to see man. your face. Hello. Show them your yeah. face. The official <laughs> chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. You are now rocking with the best. I'm Heckman Harrison, and in studio, in the studio, and at the desk with me, per usual, is my mm-hmm. man, Danny McCray, yes, uh, former Dallas Cowboys safety, and my man, BC, in the place to be. I'm always here, baby. I'm always, always here, man. This is not, nah, they know that's always a lot. Always All right. Here, All right. You man. always somewhere. <laughs> but he wasn't late. He was here before me. He so was. I, he was the last man. one here today. He was. He was not. That so was in the season. in the spirit of Barry Church being on time, yes, sir. We gonna do it like we always do. Uh, Newey Scruggs is on. Newey Scruggs. What is Newey doing? He's on assignment. Yeah, he's on assignment. Sabbatical. On assignment yeah, is is Newey Scruggs. But man, football is back. It's mm. back. It's back in full swing, and yes. I know I know y'all was loving last night. Uh, but before I even address any of that, y'all know what I do, man. I always do the wellness check, mental check. How is your mentals, uh, Danny McCray? How are you, sir? I feel good, man. We at the weekend. The weekend Ooh, is here, okay? It's here, man. Unless you got a chance to, you know, yeah. right the ship a little bit against. I think yeah. Grambling we play this week, so you know, give us a little, yeah, yeah. you know, and the Cowboys play on Sunday night. So I mean, y'all, y'all I'm excited, Grambling. <laughs> what you gonna do? We got so you gotta get. Hey, you beat who they put out there. So okay? Get back, get back, yeah. gang. Battle of the bands. Yeah, let's okay. do battle of the bands. Golden band for Tigerland. <laughs> <laughs> Go hey, Tiger. hey, with Gremlin put the mischievous on the ground. It's over. We, we gonna lose that battle. Yeah, we gonna lose that battle. It's cold. It's, it's over. With. BC, what's up with you, bro? Man, it's going good. It's going real good. It's hot. Once again, man, I thought for sure the temperature going to dip just a little bit, but it's it's hot again. But I'm doing amazing. Heck, I'm doing amazing, man. Next week, your golf game going to be so cool. You're going to have to bust out the jacket again. I'll tell you what, I can't wait. Tuesday high, 79. Thursday high, 77. Yeah, we go. We 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 going to Florida. Heaven, heaven is my goal. But that rain, but that rain gonna come with it though. I need it's that. gonna be fr- I'll take looking that. brown as a I, It dries. Me. I, I will. I will take that. Mm-hmm. My grass is trash. Yeah, yeah. Man, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> hey, yard man is taking a break. Uh, <laughs> that stuff is dead out there, boy. Uh, Man, listen, I, well, I'll tell you, for me, for me, I'm good. Uh, my son, I took him to the doctor. I know my son's been dealing with a hip injury. Fully 100% good, ready that's to go. That's so healing, grace, man, I'm, I'm so happy uh, about that. But football is back. Yes, and man. y'all saw yesterday the matchup. We talked about a little bit. Kansas City, the defending champions versus the Detroit Lions. Danny, I'm going to start with you, man. What did you think about yesterday's matchup and uh, just football being back on television? Man, I was excited. I watched the whole, usually on Thursday night games because sometimes the competition they don't be as good, right? You, you fall asleep at halftime. You know, you be like, forget this. I watched that whole game. It was the Lions. I was watching it for the Lions because my former teammate, Kelvin Shepard, is a linebacker's coach there. Oh, yeah. I'll say this. Something got to get fixed, okay? Because Hutchinson was getting cheated all night. Oh, they was robbing Because that right tackle was Mm. not lined up in the formation at all. Lining up offsides the whole time. And it make you just wonder, like, how many sacks or how much more pressure would they have gotten had this dude not been lined up three yards off the ball? And they didn't fix it the entire night. And even though that happened, your new Detroit Lions, like we've been talking about, hey, man, Dan Campbell got them right. They came out. They was physical. Yep. O-line was moving the point, right? They dominated mm-hmm. in the trenches. They did. And they got the dub. Man, I was excited. I'm excited because now you get to see that NFC uh, North. It looks a little different up there. And it's, that's going to be an exciting uh, conference to watch. Now, without a doubt, man, I was super excited that the games were back on uh, Kansas City versus Detroit. And like you said, usually them Thursday night games, man, it's hit or miss. They're either going to be great or they're going to be just god-awful to watch. Luckily, we we stumbled upon a good game. And and Detroit, man, we we all kind of heard the hype this offseason. Everybody, the hype train, Detroit, man, biting kneecaps. They're going to be ready. They're going to go out there and they're going to roll. <laughs> and we got the witness, man. This team, this team looks good. 
They got a lot of exciting pieces out there. I was watching the kid from uh, Alabama, I believe, right? Uh, Jamal Gibbs. Gibbs. Man, the dude's explosive. Explosive. He's physical, fast. And then Montgomery as well. We were talking about it before the show. That man looked like he rejuvenized his career out there, running right. through cats. They got the best offensive line in the fo- in football right now, led by uh, Sowell out there. So, to me, Detroit, man, they look good. Uh, Kansas City. You know Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. I mean, they're, they're always going to be in the game if they got 15 under center. But you could tell they miss Kelsey bad. They miss Kelsey really bad because those guys, I mean, they, those guys was looking like, what's my man from uh, the Little Giants? Oh. Uh, hands hanging. I'll wash you. I'll wash you. Yeah. I'm telling you, they couldn't catch a cold out there, man. They was dropping everything. No, they but were. Unlike Aguilar. Unlike Aguilar, man. I'm telling you. They was dropping everything. But, man, that was a good game to watch. I'm just excited football is oh, back. Qu- no, go ahead. Question for you. Do they have a top five receiver on their squad? The Lions. Nah. I'm a Ross St. Ross. He, St. Brown. He cold. Let me, he he let, cold. Let he me cold. tell you something. If if you didn't watch the Lions last year, they started off, I believe, one and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. And then they finished the season off on a tear. They did. And one of the huge reasons for that was, was it St. Brown? St. Armand St. Brown. Bro. And you saw last night. He was it's one of those guys where you say, okay, we're going to line them up and the defensive coordinator going to try to figure out how they can stop them. And no matter what happens, you ain't stopping them. <laughs> no. Right? And they, he, and they go into the game knowing that, especially what he did last year. And I'm looking at this guy saying, hey, he's going to be making a case for one of the best receivers in the league because Jared Goff is throwing it to him he and he's balling no matter who's on him and, and, and what uh, defensive scheme they're running. No, I, I, I agree with you completely. And this is a guy that came into the league with a chip on his shoulder, always talking about the guys that were mm-hmm. drafted yeah, ahead, of, ahead of him. But you saw last night Detroit is much improved. That running game, and I think you were looking for Gibbs. Initially, when they drafted Gibbs, I was like, oh, man, he's going to be everything That's for them. But then comes in David Montgomery. He's like the forgotten man. You forget that David uh, that Montgomery is so good, especially in the red zone. But he's that third down back and just trying to tie this into the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sitting there thinking, looking at, both sides, especially for Kansas City, they get their tight end goes out, and I'm like, man, this offense don't look the same. Mm-hmm. And because before they were, I would say they were more of a three-headed monster with Tariq Hill mm-hmm. uh, and Kelsey. They had more weapons, and I think they tried to go out there with a bunch of Joes, thinking that that would get it done. And you saw it's just they didn't have any playmakers. They didn't have any guys that could stretch the defense. They didn't have any way uh, to. The running game was was done. Mm-hmm. Man. And you, the the leading rusher last night was, Pat, was Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. and I don't think anybody's going to be successful when Pat is your your leading rusher. But like I said, offensively, I'm looking at that and I'm like, man, the Cowboys' offense, the running back specifically. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs and they're what they do well, and I think they rely so heavily on the big play. And they re- rely heavily on taking away the interior of the field with Kelsey. Didn't see any of that. But the Cowboys have to do that. They have to be able to run the ball, and they have to be able to stretch teams in the middle of the field with a really unproven tight end room. So just switching over to the Dallas Cowboys offense versus the New York Giants defense, do you agree that even when you look at that, that it's very important for teams to be able to, one, get the attention of your defense with the running game and also have those safety stay in place because there's a threat in the middle of the field? Yeah, without a doubt, um, you got to have balance when you're when you're on the offense and you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys, um, and that's what they've been good at these past couple of years. They've been able to run the football and then. From running the football, they can uh, have that play action. They can have those deep crossers in the middle. Uh, so I feel like, you know, I don't want to say they're on the same level as far as skill-wise as, you know, a fully healthy Kansas City. But they're they're right there. They're right there because you got, you know, CeeDee Lamb who can be that jack-of-all-trades guy. He can hit you with the deep, but he can also hit you with that intermediate and shallow routes as Absolutely. well. And you got Brandon Cooks, a healthy Brandon Cooks, man. He, he's one of the fastest guys I've ever seen on the field. He can stretch the field, and that should open up so much more for not only CeeDee Lamb, but you're talking about Ferguson as well. Hopefully Michael Gallup is back in his, you know, his old ways where he can he can uh, stretch the field as well and do those, some of those intermediate routes. But overall, if this team can stay healthy, if the Dallas Cowboys can stay healthy, which right now is it's kind of shaky. He's talking <laughs> every, about that every update, every update, every update you. is like, oh man, I don't know what's going to happen. But if they can stay healthy, they should have one of the top offenses out there. But like they say, man, if if was a fifth, yeah, there'd be, we, a, lot of, there'd be a lot of guys out there. So we'll see what happens because that offensive line is still concerning for me. The, 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 I'm gonna disagree with you on one point. 
they are better and more talented than Kansas City's current offense. Yeah, even okay. with Kelsey in the game. Even with, right, with Kelsey? You're looking at Tony versus C.D. Lamb or Brandon Cooks. Yeah, Tony was or, trash. Or, yeah. or you say Brandon Cooks and C.D. Lamb versus Tony and uh, Kelsey. Yeah, maybe I'm too hyping up yeah, too I'm much. To say, I'm, like, I'm putting too much up put, on my home. Like, yeah. Tony Pollard or Cloud Edwards Alaire. Yeah. All right. You look at at this point. You say Deuce or Clyde was a letter. I'm an LSU guy. Like once right. we see him get out there and play, you got to say, okay, which one of these guys are going to yeah. play better? And the flashes that we've seen from Deuce look better than what we've seen from Clyde was a letter already. But you know he's telling the truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, LSU, I mean, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think I think when you look at the talent that we have offensively, okay, we haven't really seen a, a schoolmaker be able to do much yet because of his injury, but he was drafted in the second round Ooh, for a reason, a all right? A so I pick. imagine that he's going to be utilized. You look, uh, Hendershot, first, we have some guys that in the tight end room mm-hmm. who who can put up some numbers, all right? They're not Travis Kelsey, but they're going to be effective in the passing game, and then you got Brandon Cooks, you got CeeDee Lamb, and you got Tony Pollard. From what we have seen of Tony Pollard, one of the most explosive backs in the league. Oh, yeah, he made a pro bowl last <laughs> so, year. Yeah, that's true. So when you look at our skill across the board, outside the offensive line, you look at our skill positions, I think we match up with just about any team in the league okay. on paper. Okay. Now, I, I love what, everything you're saying right here, but there's another part to this because Wink Martindale, you know, is going to come after this mm. offense. You already have your questions on the offensive line. Those, you, those have been mm. stated. But yesterday you said something about personnel, and you broke it down just so that the average per- – if you don't know what 12 personnel mm. means, but this is what could potentially protect this offensive line. But if you do that and you're keeping guys home, will that take away being able to exploit the middle of the field in some of these matchups? I don't think so because I think if you if you are going to specialize in running 12 personnel, the, the creativity and the way that you line up is going to be – like you have to be super creative with it, right? So you may see a tight tight end lined up at one with a receiver lined up at two, and they're forcing linebackers if you're in cover one to go out yeah. there out of cover, the box, out of the hand. box. Show so you have to be really creative. Like I said, go back and look at when Aaron Hernandez and Gronk were playing uh, with um, New England, right? Okay. And how creative they were, where they forced you to stay in your base, uh, your base uh, defense to where, hey, if one of your linebackers is a pass rusher, well, he in base four three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't That's even true. get yeah. to those same looks as you can get to if it was a nickel package that you were putting into the game. So if we are going to specialize in 12 to help that out, then Big Mike, who's been in the lab, is going to have to get really creative with his uh, with his personnel and how he lines guys up, which I think he can do. you got three tight ends who you say, all right, they, they should be able to play. I just, man, I just don't know if we're going to specialize in that 12. I can't see it happening. I just can't see it happening with all the skill position that we have out there. I can see them specializing in 11. I mean, I just, even if you go back to his Green Bay teams when he was back there with, you know, Aaron Rodgers and all them, they had 11 personnel. They had some some dogs at tight end. You look mm-hmm. at Jermaine, oh, uh, not Jermaine, Jermichael Finley, he was out there killing oh, yeah. the games. So they had yeah. some weapons. And I feel like this, this Dallas Cowboys offense is kind of similar to that as far as the weapons on the perimeter. So I can't see them specializing in 12. I can see them basically making their base package that 11 personnel, which if you got to, you know, help the offensive line, that's no problem yeah, at all. Let's get it. And, and that's the point. Like I'm yeah, saying, that's I'm saying specializing gotta, yeah. in 12. If, oh, if, if, if those guys can't healthy. hold up. No, I don't think you go into the season saying, okay, we're specializing in the 12 personnel. I got you. But if you got to find a way to make sure the defense isn't able to come at you from all different ways because you lined up in 11 and now they can put any personnel they want to out there because they're not really worried about the run, yeah. then you have then you got to do that. But no, 11 personnel because you you're yeah. paying Gallup enough. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna, <laughs> you're not, you're not going to have you know on the bench <laughs> like that. Nah. No, you got – I mean, you got really creative right there, 12 personnel, splitting out your tight end, moving the linebacker out there. But switching over – over to the giant side of the ball, Sean Robinson, Dexter yeah. Lawrence. Come on now. I mean, Leonard Williams, Kwan Thibodeau. That these matchups up front. I mean, before we get to what's going on on the outside, these matchups up front have got to be a, a big worry uh, for you, especially with that four that I just named. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you you talk about. Just imagine how when we go up to Washington or Washington comes down here and they got those two Bama boys in the middle. How much trouble they've given a fully healthy. Cowboys offensive line. Now you're talking about that same thing in New York because I feel like Leonard Williams and Dexter Dexter Lawrence they might not be as good as Allen and Payne but they're right there. 1A, 1B. They can give this offense trouble because we understand as a quarterback what you know troubles them most and that's pressure coming right out in your face. You know I feel like Dak if you got guys coming from the outside Thibodeau those guys I feel like he's smart enough and he's been in around this league enough that he can step up in the pocket and he can make those throws. He's proven that he's been able to do that. But when you get that upfront pressure like that, it kind of just clouds everything. Right. And those two guys up front, they can create that that um, interior rush and they can stop the run. 
So to me, that that's going to be a marquee matchup. I understand we got guys on the perimeter, Waller. You got Barkley in the backfield. You got to contend. But that right there, if they don't handle that part in the middle, it's going to be a long afternoon for the do, Cowboys. Do you think? Because I think this will also be a key to success for us throughout the season. Is Dak more mobile this uh, this season? Can Mike McCarthy call plays to get him on the move and him feel comfortable enough to be the Dak that we've seen of old before he had the leg injury? Because mm -hmm. don't forget how much Dak Prescott ran the ball his first two to three years in the mm -hmm. league. Like, he was on the move, and that's what made him so dynamic, right? Third down, you get into the third and five. All of a sudden, they playing man-to-man -man coverage. He can find the gap and get up and uh, get get that five yards and, and demoralize your defense with getting that by getting that first down. But lately, we haven't seen him be willing to do that, mm -hmm. right? You've seen him be in the pocket, and that pressure mm -hmm. comes up, and then that's a sack. Is he more comfortable now? Was it two years removed off of that injury to where we see some of the old flashes of Dak being able to say, you know what, I am more mobile than I have been in the last two years, and let me go out here and show that I do have that that part of my game as well. I, I would love for that to happen. <laughs> exactly I would I'm love saying. for us yeah. to be able to run some bootlegs, misdirection, mm -hmm. get him on the perimeter, because he has that athletic ability to be able to pinpoint passes on the run. We've seen it in the past. But to be honest with you, I, I don't think he wants to be that guy anymore. And just from what I've seen these last couple of years, I think he wants to be that guy to where, look, I could do this with my arm. And, I, you know, I would love to see him run. Just like you and you, I would love to see this guy incorporate his legs back into his game. But I'm not so sure he wants to be that guy anymore. Who, I, don't, I don't know. Who, so who, who still does that? I mean, if you look, Aaron yeah. Rodgers gets out on the edge. And he's old. Pat Mahomes, we seen him leading rusher. You know, right. like so. It's a part of the game. You have to. Like, yeah, you got to be able to get yeah. out on the edge and, and be mobile to make those plays. We don't have those statues in the league anymore. Mm -hmm. The Tom Brady's not in the league. Peyton Man is not in the league. Most of the quarterbacks that are playing now have the ability to get out I on agree. the edge and then extend plays with their legs. You go Trevor Lawrence. You go Dak Prescott when he first got in the league. Mm -hmm. You got Russell Wilson. All these guys who we've seen be successful are successful because they also have that dynamic uh, dynamic ability to run as that's well. So, out of, it's, it's two types of quarterback. Guys that run out of necessity and the guys that that's just that's built in their game, like the L Lamars, the mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts. That's a part of his game. I mean, if you take that away from him, you almost change who he is as a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But Dak just – the willingness coming back from that – Injury, I think it just he he just had it hadn't been there. He hadn't been willing uh, to do it. And I think this year he's in a position, especially when we talk about all the stuff that's around him. He's in a position this year where he's he has to. If that lane is there, like you're talking about, getting him out on the neck boot, and he can run for that first down, he absolutely has to. He it can't be a situation where uh, I can just try and make this pass. Yeah, up the, no, nah. get what you can get, get down, mm -hmm. and, and let's live to fight another day. That's going to be that's what is going to be important. But going back to something you were talking about about this. This offensive line to me the keys to success is them firing off the ball and getting this running game going uh, I think you saw it last night with Detroit they just got a semblance of the running, running game going and it kept them on time that to me is going to dictate what this what this game imminently is going to be can the Cowboys run the ball with Tony Pollard because yeah, if, if if you're able to do that let's just say the Cowboys are able to win the trenches and they're able to you know run the football well. I mean, that, that sets up so many other things. It sets up manageable second downs. Third, you're looking at, you know, second and five or third, third and two. Right. You're looking at that. And more importantly, you're looking at the time of possession. You're able to control the game out there. And not only does that help offensively calm things down, but defensively, it gives the big bazooka, you know, Demarcus Lawrence, all those guys time to rest right. and be on the sideline. So when they do hit the field, they're fresh and they're ready to get after Danny Dimes. I mean, it's it's so demoralizing as a as a defender when you go out there, three and out, cool, we made them punt. Offense gets the ball, three straight passes, three and out, we we, we right back out there. I mean, you're fatigued. It's one of the most demoralizing things you can that can happen to you as a defender. So. To me, it's of the utmost importance that the Cowboys Gotta go out there, it. establish the dominance in the trenches, and win that time of possession. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more direct with it and just say stay ahead of the chains. There you go. <laughs> All right, because one, if we're not healthy, which I'm, I'm praying that we're healthy, okay? <laughs> the, one of the most demoralizing things you can see for a team like us is uh, pre-snap penalties. Mm. All right? All of a sudden, first and 10 turns into first and 15. Yeah. Or you get a holding call on first down, and now you got first and 20. Right. And I think that sets you back to where it forces you to then be one dimensional. Mm -hmm. All right. So along with man in the trenches and making sure that we uh, that, that we control them and be and we're able to run the ball. We also need to make sure that we stay ahead of the chains. Anything we can do to stay out of third and long 
is, is positive. Yeah. Anything we can do to get second and seven and, and less is positive for us. When you get to second and ten, that's, that's when you're like, okay, well, we got two straight passes. Yep. You know <laughs> yep. So I think staying ahead of the chains for us is going to be, man, it's going to be essential for us to make sure that we're able to, like I said, control the, control the run game and then allow our defense to get out there and, and make some noise. And then real quick, when you're also doing that as far as getting second and sevens and second and fives and all that good stuff, you can bring guys like Deuce in the game. Because if, you, if you're second and ten, you know Deuce ain't going to be in there pass protecting. No. So the defense is going to key on it. Oh, he's doing something. He's getting out. We're going to key on this guy. But when you get into that you know, second and four, five, you know, antennas are up. They're like, it could be a run. You know, it could be something like that. It, it just it just doesn't make your offense as predictable as a second and ten. <laughs> hey, speaking of dudes, man, I had it was one of the moments where I see you saw the the running the linebacker came in and ran straight through the running oh, back. Oh man, bro, I was like, I was like, oh no, no. he ran through Montgomery. I was <laughs> like, ran through his chest oh. plate. I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm imagining Ooh. us right, and it, I'm, I'm imagining because I don't even know how good Lipke is at, at pass block. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. I just assume that, that he's, he's better than the rest. He made the team. He right? better be. I'm I'm assuming it's better. So I don't want to see like you said get behind the chains. Deuce is out there, and they like because that is what that's what defensive coordinators are going to do, mm-hmm. depending Especially on who's in the game. First mm-hmm. of all, Tony Paul is going to get tried anyway, oh, just yeah. based off of what what happened last year, where you say Zeke's coming in the game and his specialty is being able to block on third down because you you assume that Tony Paul can't do it as well. So he's going to get tried anyway. Yeah. So that means all of our running backs are going to get tried. So. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's something, that's something we got to worry about. Give me, <laughs> give me one matchup that you're looking at: Cowboys O versus uh, Giants D. Matchup you're looking at. Man, I mean, <laughs> it's it's pretty clear for me because I'm always on the O line, our O line versus their D line, and I'm talking about in the running game, not the passing game. Okay, can we make sure we go in there and set the tone and get our offensive line started? Older guys, Tyron mm-hmm. Smith, if we have all our guys healthy, or especially if you got the younger guys in there, are you going to give them a minute to get their feet wet, go in there and impose their will on some people and build their confidence so when it's time to pass, then they're ready to do it versus putting them out there on the island from the beginning of the game, you know, and just yeah. holding your breath wondering what the heck is going to happen. Don't want that Chaz BC, who are you going to be looking at it on the 200-inch? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> in the wine cellar. Yeah. The wall. The wall the TV. Wine. Yeah. Who are you I'll looking at? checking them out. Um, well, I understand. I think they're gonna they're gonna key on CD Lamb, you know, and, and rightfully so. That dude's a baller. So I feel like they're gonna double team him. The matchup I'm looking forward to is, um, oh, man, Cooks, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Gallup versus that young secondary because it is pretty young over there for New York. You got a rookie starting at the cornerback position. I think he was their first round pick right. out there. They got some young pieces in on the interior as well. So I'm looking forward to those two receivers eating off of this young secondary, especially if, if, if all the attention is going to go to CD Lamb. Uh, my, my matchup is Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson, I think with all the things that y'all just said, I think New York is going to come in trying to take those things away. Mm-hmm. They know if they, don't, if they can't stop the run, it's going to be a long night for them in that defense because you know Wink Martindale is going to be bringing that blitz. Oof. And how do you handle the blitz? You run right mm-hmm. at it. So that's got to happen immediately in Mike McCarthy's head. On the other side, if they don't double-team C.D. Lamb, they in trouble. He's got to go off. He got to go off. And if they double-team C.D. Lamb, then Brandon Cook's going to eat. He got right? to. Right? Got but to. Jake Ferguson is going to have one-on-one matchups with with that defense and those linebackers. And to me, the guys that they have over there, Michael McFadden, or even if you put uh, Javier um, Xavier McKinley on him, you're going to have a problem. Is Ferguson starting to tight end for you this whole season? Do you think he holds that spot? I think I thought he was your, your starter last season. Okay. I thought I thought he – so he beats out proved. the second rounder. Yeah. I believe he proved that, and I think he's been proving that all summer and spring that he's shown you that he's the number one guy. They took him. I don't know why they took him. Mm-hmm. You know why they took him, but either way, you got an extra tight end, and we're going to see Jake Ferguson prove himself. No doubt. Shout no out doubt. to Jake. Shout out to Jake. Shout out to Jake. I know school. He's going to be blocking. I know that. <laughs> That's why they got him. <laughs> he's saying, we're going to run the ball. We need a guy who can get in there. Hold it down. Hold it down. Chip all that. <laughs> you know, and, and, and for Dak Prescott, you know, we talk about Dak and running, and, and he knows what's at stake trying to get extended. So Dak is trying to get the bag, but we know a guy that did get the bag mm-hmm. yesterday. We're going to talk about him when we come back next on the Players Lounge. Mm. I think we out. Yeah, I think we on break. Okay. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pataya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. A fan-favorite event, Market at the Star, presented by Flea Style, will take place on Saturday, September 9th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., out on Tostitos Championship Plaza. Come shop from 50-plus local makers, offering art, fashion, decor, and more at this free outdoor, uh, at this free outdoor market. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Back in action here on the Players' Lounge. I'm Heckma Harrison, my man Danny McCray, Barry Church is yeah. in the building, and uh, uh, we said Nui is on assignment. Did you guys get the chance get a chance to see uh, Nui on Channel Five yesterday with Tad? Yeah, well, he showed me the whole thing on the no, it, was awesome. it, was, it was awesome. Just it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Man, just a just interview with Tad Prescott, Dak Prescott's older brother, just basically talking about just all the things that they've gone to mm-hmm. gone through it's hard not to pull for this dude when you know his story when you know everything that he's gone through and just the that whole family from his brother the suicide mm-hmm. and mother to cancer it's a lot man it's an inspirational story and i thought Nui did a good job yesterday uh talking about it man so did he ask him about why he been going back and forth with all of uh he's the one that goes back and forth with all the uh the commentators. Yeah, you know, yeah. He 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 kinda he said that it. too. He was talking about how, you know, he he made it now to where, you know, if it's just talking about football, you know, I kinda let it roll off my shoulder. Like I'm all right with that. But when they start talking about him as a man, he said that's when it starts bothering him. When they when these guys start talking about Dak as a man, because and I agree, because man, that that dude, you know, the one year I played with him, he he's an amazing leader, man. An amazing yeah. man overall. So that dude, man, he, much respect up for uh, that. Yeah, man, I mean, man, as a family respect. member, man, your one of your cousins, somebody say something about you and they on Twitter, they gonna clap. You know, yeah, they gonna clap back, yeah. man. It's just, it, hey, we have too much access. It ain't like it <laughs> used know, to. And it's easy. It's it easy. Easy. looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, I'm telling you, it, yeah, and we looking for they it. Get to say something. What does brother say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but man, talking about the bag, talking about the bag. Your your oh, LSU Tiger man. compadre, he. He cashed in. You talk about bringing the Brinks truck. He bought his own Brinks truck to Cincinnati. What did you guys, as former players that have signed contracts, thought about that? Two hundred. Well, let me say, five years, two hundred and seventy-five million dollars, oh two hundred and nineteen million guaranteed. 
Man, Sign the paper. Man, first thing I thought was, ooh, we, Joey B, you got everything that you deserve. Probably deserve more. Because mm-hmm. what nobody thinking about Cincinnati before Joe Burrow got there. And right. even his first year when he got hurt, he was like, man, I don't know. Them, man. They're going to ruin this man's career. Mm-hmm. And all he did was turn the Cincinnati Bengals into <laughs> one of, the, the value of that team oh, is up. going way up. I'm the owner sitting there say, like, with me, without, without me. With me, right? With, without me, with me. And it, and, it just, and it just made me think about how much money LSU Tigers are about to get over the next three years. Because you got Justin mm. and you got Jamar Chase mm. oh, yeah. coming up. The brain you, you look at it, almost, what, $500 million about to be That's paid amazing. to these three guys, all on the same squad, same national championship mm. team. Quarterback that's and two crazy. receivers. Easy. That's a great. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nice. I didn't even <laughs> thought about that. Like that's, that's a lot of money. Lot of that's, money. that's half a billy for to get signed in the league. Just <laughs> off of LSU, dude. That's off LSU. That's, that's crazy. That's off LSU. So shout out to Joe B. Man, he got. I'm, I'm glad he got it because. Also, what a story of. He was at Ohio State. He was. All right. Told him he wasn't good enough. Went down to LSU in his first year. At LSU. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And that very next year is when they go out there and they have an, a remarkable season, probably named as the best college football team ever to win the national championship and be out there. And they went out there and did that. Then he goes, he gets hurt, out for the year, <laughs> comes back, and here we go. Super Bowl, AFC Championship, and then now he's getting paid. So shout out to him, man. The road has been tough for him. But it definitely paid off. Yeah, you. Hey, BC, you done had a bag, but what about that bag? No, that bag is <laughs> hey, that, that bag is something I've never seen in my life. I mean, that, that's remarkable, man. You, you talking about two hundred and nineteen million guaranteed? guaranteed. Like that's that's, that's generational, man. That's, that's what we said. I said that's generational. <laughs> that's <well>. crazy. <laughs> he's, he's almost Everybody touching NBA eat. numbers with right. that. I mean, that's ridiculous. But like McCray said, man, it's much deserved. Because I, I'll tell you what, man. Even though you know, I talk a lot of junk on it. Talk a lot of junk <laughs> between him and Herbert. I still feel like Herbert's that guy. But whoa, whoa. but 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 he showed me last year that the difference between Herbert and Burrow is that in clutch moments. Bro has has that extra oomph. He has that swag, whatever you want to call it, that moxie, whatever it is. That he's going to will his team to get that victory. I haven't seen that yet from Herbert. So that's the difference between them two. But much deserved for Burrow, man. That dude, man, you talk about coming back from ACL and just leading your team. AFC Championship, Super Bowl, AFC Championship. I mean, it's remarkable, man. $219 million? That's if, a lot of if money. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm clearing my throat every time I get around home and shit. <laughs> that's what I'm going what, what was he going to say? He's selling a 12-year deal or something? Wasn't it crazy? Yeah, was, something, was what is he thinking? I, he was in the, mind, the Tom Brady mindset of, if I take less or make it more friendly, then we can also keep all these weapons they around. Didn't keep no, they didn't keep Hill. And Chris Jones was there with two phones. Chris, <laughs> he, like, he ain't got no one. <laughs> Chris Jones. Got Kelsey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got, hey, we got a problem. Uh, and I'm telling you, man, that, that's a crazy – I mean, market setting, everybody right now is telling their child, look, you need to play quarterback. I don't care. What two, it's Shador, Sanders, everybody that's coming in the league. <laughs> don't play running back. Don't play running back. Play court, pick up a ball, throw the ball because two hundred nineteen million dollars is ridiculous. Who, guys, who, wait, who, who's after him? Trevor Lawrence or who? Herbert got the got the uh, second I, second yeah, Trev, highest. Yeah, no, Trev. no, who's at? I'm saying no, Trevor now, Lawrence. Now, 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 yeah, now oh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, I mean, what he did in Jacksonville last year, first first year. It ain't two hundred and nineteen. No, no, yeah. no, no, not yet. He, he he not up yet. That was the second year. Yeah. <laughs> you got okay. Doug Peterson there now, and all the hype around Jacksonville, mm-hmm. right? They go out there and they, and they make some moves. They got Calvin Ridley this year. All right, they got ETN in college. So I'm I'm saying. If he somehow <laughs> starts to make this team, yeah. then you say, all right, well, now you got to look at 219 plus <laughs> a million. That's <laughs> so right? crazy. That's crazy. Because that... ain't nobody, Jacksonville, like, you're not going to get another talent like um, like Trevor Lawrence nah. if he pans out to be what we think he's going to be. Yeah, yeah, he ain't touching that. So it, you have that those contracts, and then you look on our side for Micah, who is looking down what Bosa did. Bosa won 175. These guys that are being able to impact games the way that Micah, Bosa, guys like that, they are looking for that quarterback bag too. Mm. And so if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you're looking at all the guys that you have to sign, oh, and by the way, you got to fit Micah into this because he's going to take – I'm not saying he's doing 219 guaranteed. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is – 
He's gonna get a, a mighty hefty sack when he walk out of that office. It's Bosa numbers. Uh, he go. He gotta be right I at mean, there or above. Above yeah. that. That and then you. I thought you was about to mention CD because Jefferson, Justin Jefferson still waiting out there. All right, you wait for Justin Jefferson. He get paid and then CD Lamb go out here fifteen hundred yards this mm. <laughs> this season. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You think he gonna be like Nah? He, Justin better than me. So Nah, he, he trying to hear that. Man, somebody gonna miss the seat. Everybody's not gonna get a seat, man. But switching it over to to this defense, man. Dan Quinn is about to install the latest version of the Dallas Cowboys defense, and I think we're all excited to see it. We hadn't getting hadn't had an opportunity to see any of the starters. But when you look at this Dallas Cowboys defense going up against Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Danny Dimes, as they call him. I'm just saying what they call Dimes. him. Dimes. Danny Dimes. <laughs> going up against Danny Dimes. We look at this matchup on NBC on Sunday night, man. What do you think for, for this defense is going to be the key to them shutting this offense down and pulling out a victory on Sunday? Keep, oh, oh, okay. keep him in the pocket. Yep. I mean, his his best weapon is his legs. Mm-hmm. Being able to get out there and run and forcing a defensive lineman to stay in lanes and not get creative with their pass rush is something that he uses to his, to his advantage. Mm-hmm. All right? You see Daniel Jones, most of the time, he's making big-time runs, 40, 50 yards. You're like, man, I didn't That's know true. he was that fast. So as a defensive lineman and on defense, you got to make sure that you're not spying this guy that you're in your lane so he can't extend those, extend those plays on third and long. You fight to get him in third and 12, mm-hmm. and then you play man-to-man because you got the Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore out there, and all of a sudden everybody has their back turned, and here he comes running through the lane for a first down, demoralizing. So to me, that's that's your main thing when it comes to him. And then, oh yeah, Saquon Barkley, <laughs> gotta shut him. <laughs> so so it comes down to stopping the run of those two guys. You ain't lying. I mean, you're 100 correct. You gotta keep him in the pocket. We all understand when when New York's at their best, they're playing their best football. It's when Barkley's rolling in some form or fashion, whether getting catches out the backfield or running the ball, and then Daniel Jones is on the move. I mean, that, that's that's when they're at their absolute peak, their absolute best. So what the Cowboys got to do, not only do they have to get after him, but they got to be smart about it, and they got to play you know responsible football. It can't be hero ball out there where I got to get this sack. I got to get this sack, so I'm going to rush by the, the mm-hmm. offensive tackle, opening up a huge lane for Daniel Jones to run through. You got to be smart about it and, and trust your teammates to make the play as well. Even though the guy may be on the other side of the field, don't think, oh, I'm going to take this shortcut over here to get there and lose your responsibility and lose your edge because guys in this league are good. They'll see that and be like, oh, okay, he wants to bite on something. The very next play, they're going to hit you with a play action and roll Daniel Jones out. So you got to be responsible with your keys out there and make sure you're trusting your fellow teammates. But Danny's 100% correct. They got to keep this man in the pocket. Because I, 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 he's going to be the most improved, but he's not going to be a, a pocket back. He ain't going to be able to beat you with his arm. It's got to be his legs as a combination. So they got to keep him in the pocket. When you guys look at this wide receiver group, uh, not guys that jump off the page at you at all. Um, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard is back healthy, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, as two former safeties, when you you look at those guys and just their production that they've had in the league. Is there anything about that group that makes you say, uh, you know, if, if they can beat us? I mean, obviously anybody can beat yeah, you. Uh, but do, what what is your respect level for that wide receiver group? You know, I, Sterling Shepard, like when when they're healthy, um, I believe Sterling Shepard is is a serviceable wide receiver. Like he can make some plays on you. Go out there and get caught slipping, he'll make some plays on you. I believe that. Uh, young guys, I, I'm not sure. I just know for us. The expectation mm-hmm. is high for our defensive yeah. backs. No matter who is on the other side of the ball, we should be able to feel like we we can man them up no matter what. So I'm, I, I respect them, but I have so much confidence in Stephon Gilmore, Deron Bland, Jordan Lou, all of our defensive backs that we plan on trotting out there. I have so much respect for them and so much expect the expectation is so high that I'm not really worried about them. Man them up yep. <laughs> and Man, put all you- the extra resources that you can to stopping Daniel Jones and stopping uh, Saquon Barkley. And I think you should be able to do that. You just paid Trayvon, honey. Yeah, <laughs> Gilmore, for, former Defense NFL player MVP. Of <laughs> so, I mean, Defensive Player of the Year. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. That, it, that's not a worry of mine. You got to be able to do that. Um, and if I'm a safety in this, in this game, this is the type of games I love because you understand what you got on the outside. You got Diz, you got Gilmore. I ain't worried about that. I don't got to be over top of them. You know, we may run a little bit of something here and there, but I ain't got to be over top of those guys. I'm letting them guys know before the game, hey, man, look, you making the bag. You a defensive player of the year. Y'all can handle that. These are the games I love where you could play one robber. Back in the day, we used to play one robbers where, you know, one of the safeties is just coming down. We used to call it air reading, where you're just looking to make a play, reading the quarterback. And I think Daniel Jones – 
he, even though he's getting better and better, I still don't think he's at that level to where he's going to look people off and, you know, make these no look. He's, <laughs> he's not there yet. He's just not there. So when you're coming down to that robber position, and you know they're going to work the middle of the field. They're not testing those corners. They got Waller and Barkley, and they're going to try to work that intermediate. This is the games you love. You're like, man, I got to be able to dive on something. Big hits. You can get some interceptions off of this, but it's all predicated on if you can keep that man in the pocket. Because if he's running around, I don't care what defense you got in there. Guys can't cover forever. So, yeah. I mean, you got to keep him in there. But these are the type of games as a safety you would love to play. Oh, it's Sterling Shepard. What's the other guy's name that's been there? Slayton? Uh, Slayton. He, he, can, he, like, he can hit yeah, you with yeah, the deep yeah, ball. Yeah, he can yeah, hit yeah, you with yeah. the deep so, ball, though. You, you got to respect them. Yeah. But like I said, when you're looking at Slayton versus Gilmore, you're picking Gilmore. Yeah, when you're looking I, at Trayvon Diggs versus uh, Sterling you look at it. So, I mean, uh, yeah, Trayvon Diggs. That, like, that, that's who you're picking. So, mm-hmm. that's why I'm not worried. But, yeah, listen, all resources go to say. The only way that the New York Giants were able to be successful as they were last year is because the resurgence of Saquon Barkley. So, it, yeah. number one number one goal right here, stop, the stop run. that guy. Yeah, Build the wall. Got to. Yeah, stop the, stop the run is my key, first of all, because I feel like that's pretty much all they have. I, mm-hmm. I, I, we talk about these safeties, and, and you talk about the one robber. I think that also is going to be something beneficial, especially when you have three guys at that the safety position it, that can, can do it, and you have that backup with guys like, you know, Dono, who, who's – I feel like is that guy that really can lurk and, and be He's that a lurker. Yeah, he could be he that lurk. dude that yeah. you're talking about mm-hmm. um, in the system. But also uh, Jerron Curse. Jerron mm-hmm. Curse has a great matchup. Him and Waller. He, really, a lot is going to be on him because as an RPO offense, which they run in, in New York as well with Saquon, he's going to be the key to stopping that run also um, because you know that Daniel Jones is going to be keying on him, whether it be Saquon in the run or try and catch him over the top with Waller, but I think in that split, when we were talking about the Cowboys, you're saying split out Ferguson, I think that's what they're going to do with Waller. Oh, I think they're going to split yeah. him out. He's going to be in trouble <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. we got two guys out there mm-hmm. who I know Dan Quinn's not going to let that mismatch just be the thing that they use all game. Mm-hmm. If it becomes an issue, you'll see Trayvon or You'll see Stephon Diggs in there, and maybe add another corner out there as well to to to, uh, to replace them. No, and, and for for me, like even on the other side, you know, Wing Martindale's going to bring the blitz. Dan Quinn doesn't do a whole lot of blitzing at all, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you. This is a game that, for me, Michael Parsons can get in and put it, get his numbers up. Yeah. You know, he can put that pressure off on the edge. They can't handle it. Nah, let me, let me ask y'all both this question. I know we talked about this a little earlier in the week, but now that we're getting closer to the game, we know kind of what the game plan is going to be as far as New York attacking us with the run. Does that three-safety um, defense concern you at all with, with stopping Saquon Barkley? Like, they gonna, you don't concern them with they're running at that down safety all the time? No. No, okay. not not me. Just because of of the type of safeties that they are, right? Mm-hmm. I think Dan Quinn's going to put put the right guy down there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They might disguise a little bit, but then also what you have at linebacker is not better than what you have at the safety that's going to be coming down. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. That's so true. I mean, I'm confident in 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 Dan Quinn no matter what he does. So, <laughs> so I know he's, he's going right. yeah. spoken like a spoken like a true defensive guy. We're going to take our last break and come back, man, for a quick 2 minutes to just outline how these guys get ready for uh this great weekend of football and I'm hoping it's with some Tostitos, right? It is. <laughs> it coming is. up coming up next on the Flares Lounge. <laughs> Throw that in there. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. 
Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. It's time to run through the competition with the new Dallas Cowboys Nike Pegasus shoe. Grab your pair at the nearest pro shop or log on to DallasCowboys.com, a Fanatics experience. Here for the last segment of the Players Lounge before we get down with some Cowboy football. It's on now. Mm, it's on, it's it's on now. It's hear no more excuses. It's all right. Real. The preseason's over with. All the conjectures over with. But, guys, th- tomorrow – yeah, got some college football. I know y'all tuning in for Dion. Must see TV. I know y'all go have y'all. I want to see how they follow that up. That, yeah, I, 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 I know y'all go. I don't want to sound like I'm rooting against them. I just, I just, they got to be backing up some some Ooh, real talk, real deal. <laughs> they got to talk. They didn't put uh, it out there. Oh, they, they, oh, they, oh, they gonna, yeah, they didn't put it out there. All right, so I, I got, I'm watching to see if they can back that up again. Nebraska ain't, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska ain't gonna throw it 45 times. They gonna be running no, that thing. That's why I'm like, it. we gonna see, we gonna see. No, it's gonna be a, a whole another game. What games are you guys looking for Saturday and some of a college game and, and pro? Listen, I need one LSU. I don't care who we playing, okay? Oh, yeah. We need to have a bounce back <laughs> game to show that we we are progressing forward and building some confidence. That hurts you, didn't it, oh, it, it, it hurt. The second half hurt me. I yeah. like what we did in the first half. I, you know, we, they came out, they, they beat us, but they beat us last year. I think I think we learned something. I think we're going to be okay. So, I'm going to watch LSU and I'm going to watch Dion for sure. Yeah, I'm watching that, man. That Texas-Alabama. That's going to be the game. Texas-Alabama game. I thought Texas had them last season, they man. They, pulled, they They had them. And uh, Quinn Ewers goes out with the shoulder injury. I think it's going to be a good I think it's going to be a good game, and I think Texas is a lot better than people giving them credit for. I'm this just telling you. You sold on Ewers as a, as, I, I, as, a, yeah. as a top guy? And I'm telling you, I've seen Ewers since high school, man. This kid has a Carol. cannon. So you, who are you taking? I'm you sound like you taking Texas. I'm taking Texas. Oh, Sarah? Okay. No, I'm yeah. not going against uh, Nick. I'm not going against. They Nick had him. They had him last year. Hey, last last year. It's a whole new. It's a whole new squad. Quarterback about to be scrambling like crazy uh, this week. I'm not even <laughs> like uh, like one of those crazy Texas fans. I'm just telling you, they're a lot better. They got yeah. some talent over there on both sides of the ball. They have they really improved Alabama. Well. Exactly. <laughs> and Tuscaloosa. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking and Tuscaloosa. Back. All right. So what we got to get to before we get out of here is they're doing uh, pod picks uh, for who's going to score the first touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys in Sunday's game. So tell me if you just had a guess on who's Oh, TP. TP? Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard. Ferguson? Mm-hmm. A rushing touchdown, Tony Pollard. Okay. Actually, I'm not even going to go. Tony Pollard. I don't know if he's going to rush. Ferguson going to get that. Rushing. A little hook over the middle, fire. They're going to be on the fat. I'm going Dak. I'm going Dak. Rushing. He, yeah, rushing. Okay. He do, yeah, rushing. But I got to be right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He going to do the uh, Jalen Hurts impersonation okay. from the one yard line and running it. Well, Dak started it. <laughs> you wow. crazy. Yeah, Dak been diving <laughs> over folks since rookie year. Yeah, what he did the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Now, and then we also have our pickums and the two games that we are picking, I believe, is Miami Dolphins versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Hello more, baby. Let's and go. And the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the 40, San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting with you. Who you got? Uh, for the Chargers game, I'm going. I'm going with the Chargers. All right, all right. I'm going with the yeah, Chargers. I yeah. do think they're going to be out there. They're going to put up some numbers. Shout out to Justin. Yes, Herb. let's go, baby. Do it. Let's go. And then for the 49ers game, I'm going with my man Tomlin. I'm going with the Steelers. Okay. I think they're going to come out and they are going to beat San Fran. Bosa. He might make some noise, but I, I believe in uh, Mike Tomlin. Okay. His defense is going to go out there and they're going to put the work on Purdy. Y'all want to do scores on these two? Y'all want to do scores? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me scores. Right. Give me scores uh, on the first one. The, the first one is 31-24, and the second one will be 17-14. 17-14, low-scoring game. All right, who you got? Oh, you know who I got that first game. You know, Chargers, you know, already. Herbert, Kellen Moore. I mean, it's just going to be the start of something <laughs> you, 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 special. Like start of something special. I'm going Chargers 28, Miami 21. 
And when we get to the next game, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think Pittsburgh is going to win because if you look at it with San Francisco, Purdy missed the majority of camp. You know, he's so he's, he's he might be a little rusty. And then Bosa, who just got the bad, but he missed the majority of camp as well. So those two guys, your best two players missing a lot of camp. I'm not too sure about that. Plus, Tomlin's a heck of a coach. So I'm going Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, 17, San Francisco, 14. OK, you still my score. You said that? <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. That's we exactly the same. Oh, exactly the same. Right, right. 20 to 17. 20 to 17. Yeah, 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 yeah. 20 to 17. Right down the line on that one. 20 to 17. I'm going to go with the Chargers Miami. I'm going with 305. I'm going 305. Oh, I think Tariq Hill. Tua, huh? Yeah, I'm going, yeah, going with 305. I think that defense, I think the defense is a lot better. They don't give them credit. Uh, they, no no Jalen Ramsey. No no Ramsey, but I, I think my man in the fifth war is A. He good, too. So, I'm going with that. Um, and in the – so, score on that one, oh, man, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm going in the 30. So, I'm go through 30-24. 30 20, okay. 30-24. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 49ers-Steelers game, I'm going with the Niners. The mm. Niners defense uh, against the Steelers. Oh, man, yeah, I'm going with the Who they, they lost their defense coordinator, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But they got another coordinator. Yeah, the guy oh, from, from the same. Yeah, it's not, but it's still a good – come on now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with the 49ers. I think the defense is going to be too much for the Steelers. And that's a low-scoring game, too. I'm not going to go 17-10. I'm going to go – you went 20 20- 17. 2017. I went 17 14. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did 14. I did 17 14. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be. <laughs> you can do 17 10. 17 10. I'm going to go 17 10. Thank you for picking that one for me. <laughs> in the last one, in the last one, I know we already got our picks, but uh, you are picking the Cowboys. Cowboys, and you are picking the mm. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Cowboys, score. I forgot the score. Uh, let me see. Tyron. Oh, goodness gracious. You know what? 31-17. The way I see Cooks and CeeDee Lamb getting out there and making some noise in their first game together, I think I think they're going to go out there and they're going to make a statement. I think Dak is going to go out here and protect the ball, and he's going to light them up. Who you got? Ooh. I got What's, the Cowboys. You got the Cowboys. What's the score? Um, I'm going 24-17. 24-17. Okay. I'm going, tw- I'm going 20. I'm going 27-20. 27-20. Cowboys take the the NFC uh, uh, opponent, the New York Giants. We take the first win in uh, the NFC East. And, man, it's our year. Um, man, sorry, knew we couldn't be here for it. Uh, but I had y'all here, and y'all bought plenty of drama uh, on the Players' Lounge. Man, we're going to have a good weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of football, man. But I know what my team is going to do. And y'all know what I'm about to do. So y'all might want to take these All headphones right, out because I'm going to do it like I do it. Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. Let's go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!